Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Shout out to everybody who came out to Oakland. It was a whole situation. Also, want to let you know if you have not bought your tickets for... Smart, Funny, and Black in L.A., March 20th. You need to get it together. We'll also be on May 9th in Boston. We've never brought Smart, Funny, and Black to Boston. Never. Partially because it's racist. But there's a lot of black people that live right outside of Boston Common. And they will come. They will come. So come on. Come on down. Come on down. And I want to make sure that everybody knows. Go to SmartFunnyandBlack.com for that. We are about to step into Women's History Month. So shout out to all my ladies. And um, if you have not bought Small Doses... Potent Truths for Everyday Use on Audible, then you're playing yourself because all the vibes that we got right here are in the Audible book. Why? Because our engineer, Brendan, produced it. Yes, and I made that happen because I knew y'all would want that to happen. And so it went down like four flat tires. So shout out to everyone who's bought the Audible and the book because you are a special kind of fan. Let's get into the show. It's so funky. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Small Doses, Potent Juice for Everyday Use. Today, I've got a special guest on the show. <laughs> Some might call her a flamingo. Some might call her a munchkin. I know her before she changed her name. As Adrian Bailan. You know it. But now it is Adrian. Is it Houghton or Houghton? It's Houghton. I, I went from one terrible last name to another <laughs> terrible last name. I went from one last name no one can pronounce to another one no one I can pronounce. I just look at it on paper. I'm like, oh, it's so oh, whack. Houghton. Yeah. I, Sometimes I on the show, people, I have to be like, Adrian so, Bailan. So, so I like to break my last name down like this. Like when it was Bailon, it was like you buy it, you loan it. Mm. Like you buy it, you loan it. Buy. So I was mispronouncing your name Bailan forever. Yeah, it's it's Bailon. Bailon. And okay. then now, I mean, this it's is how I would break it down. Yes. And it's just like. You know, I got this last name via Jesus and like, you know, with it's my husband ho. and the way I explain it is very not Jesus like. I'm like it's a ton of ho. Like yes. ho ton. A See, ton I of ho. I thought of it as like in order to be a ho, you've had tons of Yeah, ho ton. Whatever. But you get it. Ho ton. And at least the pronunciation I'll never forget will be correct. It again. There you go. I'll never forget it again. Boom. So me and Adrian are on a, are on a show. Yeah. Quarter real. That part. Um we be on TV. Mm-hmm. People like to say things. It's always funny when I read like, they're like, yo, Adrian and Amanda are beefing. I'm like, I've That's never. That's the wildest <laughs> thing because we're actually mad tight. Yes. So it's like. I'm like, I wouldn't even know what beefing with you looks like. Yeah, I wouldn't beef with you. I like you. I like you too. But like more than that, I like respect who you are. Respect Ditto. your mind. You've been the so same Even if I disagreed on a thought, I, I genuinely respect you. Appreciate you. And yeah. ditto because. I have known Adrian, and this is the subject of this show, since we were in New York. Yes. We were in New York. Way back. Adrian is a consummate New Yorker. Facts. Then you meet her mother and you're like, it's even more New York than I thought. Oh my God. Someone, my mom worked at Cornell for like 15, 20 years. 
She was answering the phone. Allergy, immunology, and pulmonology. Nilda speaking, may I help you? I would call and be like, who the hell are you? Like, what is this voice? I think that's like, you know how people have their Harvard voice? That was my mom's like Jewish Cornell voice. And I was totally, I, I got it. But at the same time, I was like, can I speak to my mom? There's literally times where I have to tell my mom, like, stop being fake. Stop. Why are you talking like this? Stop talking like this. Yo, that's my mom. But every my time mom she's on the real. had moved out. At, every time I have my mom on a camera, she's yeah. like, oh, I'm, I'm not sure what we're doing. The only time <laughs> she's ever not been like this is when she did our podcast. And she was fucking dragging me through the mud so crazy in the podcast. I will never air it. You heard what I said, y'all? We recorded an episode. She no, dragged now me. Now we will demand she dragged to hear this episode. me for the whole episode. Like, Brendan and fucking Rebecca were so uncomfortable. They were like, ooh. No, we need It now. was the anxiety emoji face the whole time. Everyone, please... Yo. Go on like a super, like what's that called when you're fighting for something? A petition. A of, petition, no. like something to hear this episode, please. Never. I was like, it. yo, do you like me, B? Like, <laughs> what are we doing no. right now? My mom in real life is hysterical. She's super spicy. And I think, sadly, which is the things that we talk about on The Real, there's so many stereotypes of what we are. And I think... It's a different generation where, like, our generation is taught, like, be who you are and be proud of yeah, that. Yeah. They're from a generation where it's like, nah, don't chill. let them think we're whack or, like, everything they think we already are. So she... Yes. Yeah. I'm like, you ain't no classy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't classy. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about... Side effects of being an adult transplant. Yes. Because you are such a consummate New Yorker. Oh, the side effects. And... Someone said to me the other day, they were like, when I first moved to L.A., there were like no black people here. And I was like, well, there were. They just weren't like maybe in the Hollywood mix of things per se. But there's mm. always been black people in L.A. Everywhere. Cue the riots. Um, that was black people in L.A. being like, this is got to stop. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm in the ghetto. Yeah, no, they're here. That meme. Ay. Okay. So. <laughs> but. Hollywood did not have yeah. an abundance, but now there's a lot more because all of us moved from, from New York. York. So here we are. So I'm not saying that there aren't transplants here from New York. There absolutely are people who have come here from there, all over the place. Absolutely. But we're going to be speaking mostly from the point of view of being a New York transplant because yeah. that's also like a very specific, very specific thing. So tell me about your L.A. journey. So my whole life growing up in New York, it's like, uh, you know, I'm from like the East Coast is like the A best. Thing. And yes. it was like I grew up literally in the 90s hip hop era of East Coast versus West Coast rap. So it was always like defend where you're from. So when I first got here, the first time I came out here, I remember someone trying to get me to eat sushi. And how old were you? I was 16. All right. And I remember being like, Absolutely not. <laughs> that is the most disgusting thing ever. Who the hell eats raw fish? Like, that's, like, very close-minded, very, like, that's so... Like, to me, sushi was such an L.A. thing, which is, again... But I get it. it, it we have to also understand I'm not just New York. I also am, like, New York Projects New York. So it's, like... Touche. Yeah. Not, I wasn't very exposed to a lot of things. Because there's people in... Hello, there's a Nobu in New York, but it's a different crowd. So... Again, I keep that in as mind. You were saying it was like I miss Nobu. Yeah, it's a different. I can actually afford Nobu now, so I'm like I should go. 
If you're going to go to the one out here, do Malibu. Oh, there's one out here? There's one in Malibu. There's two. There's one, uh, I don't even know what street that is, but you don't want to go to that one. Okay. The dope one is in Malibu. You'll get like a like a view of the ocean Ooh, while you're enjoying that. All right. With that being said, there was stuff like that that I just was so headstrong on like, I'm so New York that like, I don't want to even attempt to do things that feel L.A., and I don't know why that was. I don't know if that was like instilled in me, but I, I just wanted to do everything that was not L.A. And I clearly have really stuck to my guns because I still don't have a license. I mean, I can't even deal with you. I used to live in Studio City. And you know that there's right by our job, there's the train station. There's a train station that goes into Hollywood and Highland. Hilarious. I have ridden on it many a times. Like dead ass used to. Walk from where I lived. What was the name of that building? Now I can't. Archstone. It was the Archstone Studio City where yes. everybody lived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like uh, Janae lived in there. Eminem. This is who was coming up at the time. Raven Simone, Batman, Marcus. Like all of those people lived in that complex. Hilarious. And it, all Disney kids that were out for pilot season were there. And um, I was the only one that didn't have a driver's license. So I literally would walk my ass to the train station, get on the train. I'd end up at Hollywood and Highland. And I'd walk around like, ooh, the stars. Hollywood Walk of Fame. <laughs> yeah. The stars. So you were here. You visited. Yeah. When was the first time that you lived in L.A.? I lived in L.A. because I was in 3LW and we were the opening act for the MTV TRL tour. The one and only. <laughs> They've only had it that one time. And it was Destiny's Child were the headliners. I think it was a co-headline with Destiny's Child and Nelly. It was really a Destiny's Child. I mean, it was like Fair. amazing. Um, and sadly, we were in Idaho. Random, yes. We were in Idaho and we were supposed to be driving to, I, I don't remember what the next city was. I know one, one of them Iowa. coming up. One of them coming up was San Francisco, though. That's where we were heading. And okay. then the tour was going to end in Hawaii. And I was going to go to Hawaii for the first time. But then 9-11 happened. And I was literally sitting in a bed in Idaho watching a plane go the sec. I watched the second one go into the building. And I cried so bad because I'm from the Lower East Side. Like I could walk to the World Trade Center. Um, my sister was in the apartment. She said that when the first one went down, we felt the, the, a window shook. And then when I finally actually decided to go home mm, seven or eight months later, it, it, the city still smelled like formaldehyde. What took you so long to go home? I didn't want to get on a flight. So they canceled the TRL tour. Dead in the middle of it. It canceled. We had like three or four more shows. They canceled the TRL tour. And I remember us and our management at that time just saying, just drive to LA. We were on our tour bus. We drove to LA. We checked into the Holiday Inn, the Beverly Garland Holiday Inn. And we got an apartment two days later and we did not move. We moved to, we stayed in LA because I would not fly home. So what was it like at that time? Because now I guess you were like 20. No, I was 17. And that's my first time like living here. Right. So you had been here like a year earlier and, and we like, were doing I'm a not month, doing none of this. We were doing a month to month lease and we were living at the Archstone in Studio City. And maybe like six months later, I flew home. And six months later, like the city smelled like formaldehyde, like it's it was terrible, yeah. But I was, yeah, man. This See, is, I was at this school. is terribly morbid, but too honest for my own good. A lot of people died, right? When bodies die, what happens? They smell really, really bad. Yes, and so they were pouring formaldehyde over the site, 
So we were breathing from all. There's people that lived in that area that are saying that their children have defect. Like it's a real thing. Like people were, we were breathing formaldehyde that they were pouring over these areas so that, you know, yeah. I'm trying to think like, I'm not sure. That got dark I, really I quick. can't remember how <laughs> long it took me to go down to the city in September. Cause I mean, I was at SUNY Purchase. Okay, upstate. Not really. It's White Plains. Oh my God, that's where SUNY Purchase is. Why my whole life did people act like that was upstate? Exactly. Exactly. That's why. That's when your parents don't want you to leave home. For that's real. all the way upstate. You <laughs> don't want to go all the, the way upstate. It's the second stop on the Metro North. Like my what sister are we lives in White Plains. I know exactly where that is. A very nice area. Yes. Purchase, Purchase, New York used to be the highest tax bracket. It's very close to Greenwich, Connecticut. Yes. Like 15 minutes. So. When did you go into the city after that? I don't remember. If you went down to like the Lower East Side area, Chinatown, all of that smelled terrible. Like I'm, I'm actually shocked right Soot, now that I can't ash. think about when. Yeah, it was bad. So, so you that was there. the first time I stayed there. Then I went back home. And then the next time I really came out here was Cheetah Girls. Was uh, recording the second album. That's right. Yeah, the second album. Then I lived out here again. And now this time, now I upgraded. And now I live at the Grove. Ooh. across the street in the yes. palazzos that's where disney put us and i lived with the two other girls that were in my group keely and sabrina so i lived there that was again rented for a little bit of time while we did that project when the what project was, the was over like were you like yo i can't wait to leave were you like or was it just work I, it was just work i have to be honest i was wildly ambitious and driven and focused in those years like I had real goals that I wanted to achieve. I was very focused on how to get them. I wanted to be a star. Yeah. So I was very focused. So I couldn't even tell you what the energy was. The energy was we trying to make it. Well, baby, that's LA. Yeah. So I was. <laughs> so you really, had the LA energy. Yeah. But now this is getting into the New York transplant situation. I remember getting here and still being on New York time. And I stayed on New York time on, on purpose. purpose. To be three hours ahead always. And. I remember one of my agents telling me, yo, you bringing that New York energy here, you are going to murder and kill it out here because my hustle was that much harder. She said she had clients that were like, I can do like two auditions a day. And like that felt overwhelming to them. I would be like, oh, bitch, I could go for six. Like, what can we do? Like, I will jump from one spot to another. I'll memorize what you need. Like, my hustle yes. was next level. I was I was hungry. I wasn't I wasn't a thirsty bitch, but I was hungry. Like stand up in New York, you're doing like four spots a night. Yeah. Like because the proximity. No one's tired. You just keep going. So when I moved here, everyone would be like, "Yeah, you're lucky. You know, if you can do one spot a night, or try and do three spots a week, or whatever." Wow. Yo, one night <clears throat> I did three spots. I started in Silver Lake. I did a set. I jumped in my car. Yeah. Drove to Long Beach. <laughs> <clears throat> did a ten o'clock show in Long Beach. Yeah. Drove back. Did a 1 a.m. set at Laugh Factory Hollywood. And did you even think about it twice? Did did that feel even like remotely like... Strenuous? Oh, this is so strenuous. No. Same. It would to me now. Yeah. But two years ago, it was like... My mindset was so... Listen, we Driven shot, and focused. We shot Insecure in Malibu. Okay. And I was like, what time are we rapping? Because I got a set tonight. <laughs> they were like, what do you mean? 
Yeah. I'm like, I have a set yeah. after this shoot. We wrapped and I hopped in my car, yeah. my Hyundai, and I drove down that PCH yeah. like, I gotta go. And ran and got on stage to do 10 minutes for free. I, I, I Okay. I don't know what that hustle mentality is, but if you have it, I don't know if it's instilled in us as New Yorkers or it's just the go, 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 go. I know people, my husband included, uh, he thought he hated New York. He thought it was, it's too much. It's overwhelming. It's fast paced. It just feels like just too much going on. I'm the kind of person that I can't go to sleep if it's quiet. I sleep now with my television on because... I now don't have the hustle and bustle outside of my window. But like that for me was the white noise that I needed to sleep. Like that for me is comfort. Fast pace, hustle and bustle is comforting to me versus I think L.A. people or just people from anywhere else. My husband was raised in Arizona and Santa Fe. He's like, it's too much. And I'm just like, what? Like, I don't even understand what that is. But, but now like- he loves it. Now, now he loves it. Doing it with me, I think it's different. The same way that people will like not like New York or New Yorkers until they actually know a real one and they're like in with them and they've done it with them. I feel low key after being here for almost seven years now. If you know like a real LA person that isn't a transplant, fair, it makes you enjoy and like LA that much more. When did you move here for official tissue? I moved here official tissue when we got the reel. So that was... And that was when 13, I was 29. Mm-hmm. I was 29, about to turn 30. What was the biggest adjustment that you had to make when you moved out here? The biggest adjustment that I had to make moving out here was not being with my family. Hmm. Like, I think people don't... And I love New York and I'm so New York until I die and all of that, right? I could live anywhere with my family. Right. Like it's not like like I love my family and I'm the only one here. It's now that like my parents, again, when you do better, you can send for flights yes. and you can be like, oh, come back. My mom just retired. Yeah. So they can be here now. But for a lot of years, I was the only person here. And I feel like LA is not as... And I didn't have friends like I that. I was going to say, like, L.A. is not necessarily, like, friendly. Like, you will make friends wildly quick here. And then three years later, pass by that person at a Hollywood party and be like, yo, we used to be mad tight. Yo. And it's weird that you're completely disconnected from them now. Versus New York, it takes you forever to make a friend, but that person will be in your life forever. forever. They will help plan your funeral. Like, I've definitely, like... Moved out here. I will say this. The, so I moved out here and then made New York friends out here. Oh, my whole circle is New Yorkers. But I met them here. Yeah. No, oh, I didn't meet them here. No. No, I that's brought, what I'm saying. So I transported everyone that I really was close with from, from New, New York. York. I brought them to L.A. So like my stylist, Grace, yeah. is from, from New York. I worked with her in New York. I was like, uh, come to L.A. I got a job for you. She now lives here. Um, my makeup artist at the time, Eva Kim, Came with me. She used to work at the Plaza Hotel at Warren Tracomi. She was doing bridal makeup there. I said, no, no, sweetie. I have big Hollywood plans for you. Come <laughs> with me. And she came. Um, and then since then, I've met so many. If we're being honest, so many of our friends, old Def Jam people have moved here. People like Yvette. I don't know if you know Yvette. 
Yvette Davila, she's married to of course. A Chris Atlas. Yeah. Uh, Yvette is living here. Um, there's so Emmanuel many people like that. Down. Do you know Manny? Manny. Emmanuel? Yes, you are. Of I probably you know. know him by face. Yeah. Her. Her. Oh, I know exactly who she is. Exactly. She's at that gym. Yes. yes. Okay, I know exactly who that is. Yes. Um, so there's so many of them, like Ashana Ayers. Like, there's a lot of people. Jenya, like, a lot of people live here now. Um, so, yeah. It doesn't feel as lonely. No. Like, when I first moved out here... One of the things that really shocked me about L.A. was how spread out it was. Yeah. And just like... Nothing's close by. Nothing's close by. Everything is like... Though they say it's 20 minutes away, it's like... It depends on the time of day. And with the traffic. Everything is literally like... Technically 20 minutes away, unless... And there's always unless. Unless there's traffic and you're in the thing for two hours. Like, I was, you know... I was under the impression like, okay, if I... First of all, when I moved here... I moved to the Valley. People will tell you the moving to the Valley, that's like moving to Jersey. No, it's not. Let me tell you why. Jersey, you got to cross a fucking body of water to get to where you're going. In LA, the Valley just means you have parking. You have several targets. Yeah. There's mad targets around the Valley. Yeah. And when I say targets, I mean the store target. And being Caribbean folk like ourselves, they will tell you that it gets hot during the summer, which I love. Yes. I'm like, please. They're like, I'm it's 10 degrees harder. I'm like, where do I go? Yeah. Where do I stay? Exactly. When I first moved here, I, I had people telling me like, why do you need a pool? Like, why Why do you need Why do you need a balcony? Why do you need outside space? And I was like, yo. Then why the hell am I in LA? Like. Like, isn't that the whole point? Like, basic. we moved here. To and even in New York, get yourself a fire escape. Like, what are you doing? Get a balcony. Like, a duh. Like, my my mom is 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 always tells me like I was house hunting and I was finding these houses that either looked like super modern. She's like, it doesn't look like California. And I was like, what do you mean by that? She's like, you know, like the way we imagine it, like in New York, like California, like California style homes and backyards and a pool and that kind of thing. And I was just like, oh, okay. So I actually kept in mind with my home shopping that I was like let me get her her California dream real quick so you're home shopping right now yes are you gonna get a pool this time yes what made you not get a pool the first time the house didn't have a pool and then Bel Air tried to charge me a hundred thousand dollars to put a pool in and I was like "Mm, yo no puedo Yo no, like it's just not gonna happen like I'm not paying like we used to call it the isn't I call it Bel Air tax like literally I could call you on the phone and be like oh I'm in um what is that place right by me it's what uh Beverly Glen no the other place uh Westwood if I would call a plumber and be like where do you live I live in Westwood they would they would get they would quote me a certain price they would arrive at my house and dead ass tell me three or four times higher. It was just like, oh, it's the Bel Air tax. Like, if you live in Bel Air, they will charge you more. So, yeah, I, I, I was like, well, I've already spent all my money on this house. So the pool was like a no-go. I mean, when I moved out here, it was like, I'm not going nowhere if I can't have a pool. Yeah. And then I think the thing that, was that, the point. that really shocked me about being out here was how much the nature affected me Mm. like just seeing mountains every day yo it's a much healthier lifestyle out here that was a major thing i noticed if i wanted to hang out with my girlfriends they weren't like oh let's go eat let's go drink they were like i'll meet you at runyon at noon like we're gonna hike and talk our problems away if you wanted to meet somebody like it literally was like oh like what do you do to hang out with girls like back in new york we go to each other's apartments that's it and like sit and do 
nothing. nothing. Like there was no agenda. I could literally roll up on something, be like, oh, I'm around the corner from your house. I'm going to come upstairs. And you come upstairs and you sit and you do nothing. You might go to the bodega, get a few snacks and that's, and you just chill and do nothing. In LA, when I first got here, it was like, where are we going to be seen? Oh. Like very, like if we wanted to go and hang out, it was like, where are we going to be paparazzied? Uh, is it at the time it was like koi cat like like now it's catch like cat if you if you go in to eat a catch you are absolutely going to be seen no I'm going paparazzi for the out front I know it's so uh, it's such good food there but I mean honestly but, at this point I am back to going to people's house and doing nothing like, I am back at inviting people to my house and doing nothing okay you said it because I I wasn't gonna say it but it's true that's why yes yes like, I don't leave my house I don't leave my house yeah I'm like come play over here like what are you doing. Come over here. I got a pool. Yeah, we I will watch freaking own Dateline 2020 That's fine. marathons. Yeah. But I feel like when I moved out here, I had to like, I'm glad that I moved out here at the age that I did. Mm. Because if I had moved out here when I was younger, yeah. I really feel like I could have lost myself. Because LA is someplace that like. I did. Talk about that. I absolutely did lose myself. I came up in the Lindsay Lohan era. It was a club that we all used to go to, and it was like the it club to go to. And I'm not going to lie, I absolutely wanted to be in that circle. Like, we wanted to be it girls. Like, like how can you be a part of the Hollywood it girls? Mm. And um, I, I for sure was spending my money on, where are we eating, Mr. Chow's? Where are we eating, Koi at the time. There was like a few other spots, but it definitely was like, you want to be a part of this thing. Now, I don't know if you're like this. I am naturally a loner. Yes. Like I am very much a loner. It probably We're in a room of me right now. Huh? Yeah. We're in a room of me. Yeah. Like I, it, no, <laughs> literally. But I, a lot of people view me because we do what we do. That we're like. An extrovert. That you're an out extrovert, here. And like I'm social birds, actually, social butterfly. Not, I, I. Now, where I am, and I'm grateful for this because in my career I can say this, I tell the people that I work with that I need one day a week where I don't leave my house. Ditto. Like, it is in my calendar. Ditto. We find one day a week yes. where I don't leave my house. I need it for my sanity. Yep. I need to be, I feel more me when I'm with me. And Ooh. I need that. And when you first got here, that wasn't the place? No, I was being everywhere with everyone being everything. What changed? Uh, honestly, success. How? How did success change you? Um, su success, su success changed me <laughs> in a way that, like, specifically. How did it? Specifically, <laughs> it changed me in the way that once I had done what I felt I came here to do, which was somewhat make a mark. I wasn't as eager to go do all the busy body shit. Mm -hmm. And I was able to just be like, oh, and I think that takes just growing up too. Like once you grow, once you grow up a little bit and recognizing that like, if I'm honest, I didn't enjoy everything I got out of it. There was a lot of backlash. I made dumb mistakes it was just, I recognized that I was moving too fast and I wasn't controlling the way the world was viewing me. And I would rather not be seen at all than to be seen wrong. Hmm. 
And that's where it changed for me. Like it, like I had to take a step back and be like, how am I perceived? Like that's wild whack. And that's not at all who I really am. And if I keep running around being a busybody and just being around, like, like even the simple fact of like, that's the LA. Yeah. Like in, in, in my mind, I was out here. Um, I was out here hustling and networking. Right. Right. In my mind. Oh, I'm networking. I'm making friends. Right. The way it was being viewed was one, either I'm super thirsty or that I was with a bunch of dudes. No, you don't know. Like, it's like we see her everywhere. What is she? Even, yo, I would be places and they would try to attach me to someone there. Like, how does she get invited to these places? Or why is she everywhere all the time? And in my mind, I thought that was like, like that was being famous. When I actually recognize, actually have the shit to back up why you're everywhere, every place, all the time. Does that make sense? Yes. And do you feel feel it was the LA environment that... Made me feel like that was the work, but that wasn't the work. The work was the work. Like the work was actually booking shit. The work was, you are in a movie that does really well on Disney Channel. You are like, do the work. Um, But I, I thought that, and I actually, in all honesty, feel still feel this way about me and my career. And I'm sure you feel this way too. I genuinely don't feel that my publicity status matches the work. Fuck no. And because as beautiful as LA is in terms of beaches and like yeah. the natural beauty of LA is so in contrast to what the fake like beauty is of the yeah. business and I always say that there's Hollywood and mm. there's LA yes so when you Two move out, and, and I've heard it's the same for tech mm. you know like in in these specific fields like like when you move to the bay it's like there's Silicon Valley and then there's the bay area yeah like it's a totally different like aesthetic and when I moved here I really was just in LA and it was like because I was older, I didn't fall into that same thing that you were talking about. I was at every club exhausted, and I don't even <laughs> like to club. The damn spot was called Lay Do. It just came to me. With Evan Ross, Zoe Kravitz. Like, these were people that I called friends back then. Like, I ran in that circle. I've been in a bathroom with Lindsay Lohan and realized I'm not cool enough. Like, I, it <laughs> happens. You know what you I'm were, saying? You were cool enough. No, no, I was not cool enough. Them things, like, no, like people were just doing other things that I recognize. I the same this me. is this... not me at all, but I thought that's what I had to do to be viewed as successful. Because yes, I had this these things. I had a Barbie doll out, right? But if I wasn't famous like you that, have a Barbie, yeah, do you too? Because I see something up there. No, but I want to get your Barbie, yo. I have two different ones. <gasps> yeah, two different outfits. Oh my but like, God. okay, so this is what I'm telling you. When I got to those levels I mean. and I tried all this stuff to, to be like, fa- you understand what I'm saying? Adrian, you have two Barbies and you was out here with Lindsay Lohan. Like, fuck that, yo. You got Barbies. I know, but in my mind, that was nothing. I was trying to be like, I, I thought no, I needed to network. I understand what you're saying. Like, because their version of what actually, like, the Hollywood version if of what success is of magazines. is not based on work. And that's what I actually love about New York is that New York is it's actually based, based on, on work. work. But the difference is that in New York, you will work your fucking ass off yeah. forever to death and get nowhere. nowhere. 
and no one will ever hear of the great talent that you were. No. So it's like, what's the point of being this great talent that no one's ever heard of? So you move out <laughs> here. And that's why I think a lot of people have transplanted to LA because yeah. they're like, you know what? I don't want to just be the hard worker that no one knew. Yeah, I want to actually honest. like, and I always tell people because people will tell me like, okay, I'm trying to get in TV. And I'm like, if you're trying to get in TV and you're not here, you're, you're not, not trying, really to, trying get to get in TV. No. It's this, here. Like, it's like saying, like, at this yo, point, if we're honest, music is here as well. Is it really? Music is here and it started being here like maybe eight or nine years ago because people were recording out of now, now let's be honest, New York City apartments. You barely have room to extend your arms. Right. Whereas out here, you can have a separate room that yes. you could record a podcast. You could yes. turn into a studio. So everyone in LA has home studios because there's true. an extra room. So music, people were like, Psh, I'm not going to SIO. I'm not going to Sony and Studios, Studios and Health Kitchen. Studios in are so expensive. No one's going Chungking and all that. It's so expensive. We're not going Electric there. Electric Lady. Yeah, like, oh my God. Yes, right? we're not doing that. Instead, but you know what? You're recording in somebody's there garage. There was a culture to that, though. That was like, amazing. It, it was, was a good thing. time. It was it, it was like you never went to the studio and then didn't see somebody else. Somebody like, else oh, was down somebody's hall. like record. Like oh, yeah. everybody's in here right now. Hundred percent. Yeah, and that's how people would collaborate. You'd be like, oh, I was just in Studio B, and you're in Studio A. I'm gonna come over and spit something on this, or let me sing your hook on your song. Yep. Yeah. Transplanting out here, I feel like I I really came out here. Because New York had ran me out. Mm. Like, New York, it was like, I, it was like being with a, a bad boyfriend who just, you keep trying to make it work. And eventually, they just show you, like, I got nothing for you. Yes. Like, if you stay here any further, and LA one can of be us a, is going to get incarcerated. A beautiful new beginning. Yes. It really, for me, was the last time I came. The last time I came, I came as a totally different person. Like who I came before running around and certain, that was not who came the last time. The last time who moved to LA this last trip was I wanted to be about the work. And I took time to really spend time alone. Like I would do the hikes, but I do the hikes by myself. I would. Um, did you ever go to the beach by yourself? Yeah, I did everything by myself. I loved going to Barnes and Nobles and sitting on the floor. Yes, I put S's on the, it's Nordstrom's, Barnes and Nobles. <laughs> um, and I lived across the street from the Grove because Warner Brothers put me at Palazzo when I first got here for the test run. And I just spent so much time by myself. And I had had a relationship, but it was in Long New distance, York. Yeah. yeah. And I always say that I like started falling in love with myself and like learning what I like when you okay imagine being with somebody all the time and being with all your family right and then you're all by yourself and you have to decide if I want to go to the movies I'm not picking a movie based on what my man likes right. or what my cousins want to see or my sister wants to see yo hey what movies do you like like what are you walking across the street to the Grove to go see I would sit and read self like I literally would sit on the floor in Barnes and Noble and read self-help books on the like I'd collect self-help books and it really for me felt like a new beginning and and i loved la for that what do you think because i don't know about you but i feel like the same way you said that the noise of new york like you're used yeah. to it hustle and bustle the noise of new york prevents you though i feel like from being able to get that solitude Very distracting yes yes like even when i would be by myself in new york and decide like you're okay, never by to... yourself in new york you're never there's somebody two inches from you on the subway <laughs> like it's like on top of you, 
And it's it's funny because I love New York so much. And I was just there for the holidays. And I low-key felt claustrophobic in the Midtown area. Yes. Like the buildings were so close together. And I looked up and it was just like a slither of sky. And I was like, <gasps> air. Like I need open, wide open spaces. I'm sure we can't pay for that song. So, but no, we, I, it's a I, I need it. I don't know how that works. Um, but but yeah. you know what? I think that I, because the loneliness was good for me here. This is what I was going to say. Here, loneliness felt like alone, which was different. Mm. In New York, it felt like it was in a, I was in a sea of people. And wild lonely. And by myself. Yes. And yeah. it was lonely. Same. Whereas here, it was like, I have like space. Yeah. But I don't feel lonely. Like, I just feel like yeah. I have space to breathe. Yeah. And I think that that's why there's like also like, moving to LA at a, at a certain time because there's something about me that felt like I needed that New York claustrophobia for like for a time in my life. Like I needed to, that feel made us who we are, but I knew it was time to go when it started to feel mm. lonely mm-hmm. and it started to feel like I'm here and I'm expelling all this energy all the mm-hmm. time and I'm getting nowhere. And I would come out here for a week. I would get more done in one week in LA than I would in New York because out here, what I started to see happen was that in LA, People will talk about like, oh, like I do this, I do that, I do this, like in terms of their jobs. Yeah. But the people out here who actually are about it mm. really are about it. Like this is true. Like New York got to a point where people were trying to be like LA. I feel like I was talking to people and they were just like, yeah, I'm doing. Oh, if I saw one more martini from an open bar on Instagram, I was going to shoot somebody. Like everybody, what do you just, mean? Everybody just started going to open bars. That was all anybody wanted to talk about when I was when I was in New York. When I was, I missed this era. There were open bars. Oh my god! What do that's you mean? All everybody was talking about like, oh, I went to this party with an open bar. Everybody was always open bar, open bar, open bar. That's all they cared about. That's all they cared about. And it got to a point where everybody was just trying to be like that dude or that chick. Like, and I remember yes. somebody telling me like, you need to figure out how to be the it girl and get the white people to like you. That's what you got to figure out. Hello, that's what that. Okay, so. The era you were experiencing in New York, I was out here during that time, and it was very much like, it girl, you want to be in a certain circle. Like, it was it was super that. What are things you love about LA? Things I love about LA, I love the weather. And when it does rain, I'm excited about it because I haven't seen it in a long time. Yo, it rained the other day and I, I went, was so oh hyped. My, oh, wow. And I literally, you go inside, you hear it, and it's like cuddle weather. Yes. But because it's not every damn day. You're not depressed. Correct. So it's not depressing. It's almost like, oh, this is like cute. It's like, oh, the rain is cute. Look at that. Okay. So there's Lito. that. I love the weather. I love that Loki. you can get every vibe you want or need in LA and I will explain you are 30 minutes from the beach like if you want a beach vibe the beach is right there right there you want to have some snow shit <laughs> yo head up to Big Bear you're good you can hours. ski get your life stay in a cabin little fake snow whatever gives you all the vibes there's also another spot that you have to go to that I think you would freaking love but the name of it is not coming to me right now so. like I've never been to Joshua Arrowhead. Tree. Lake Arrowhead. Lake Arrowhead is amazing. It's where I went for my birthday. I feel like I got to start going to these places by myself. So apparently like... Joshua Tree's amazing. You can go glamping. 
You have Palm Springs. Literally, at any given point, you can straight up be in dumb, yes. warm weather, Dirt. and it's amazing. So Palm Springs gives you desert vibes. Joshua Tree is just like earthy, hippie. one with Mother Earth hippie vibes. Yes, all that. Catalina Island. I'm sorry. I was mad when I went to Catalina Island and realized it freaking looked like Portofino. Like, it looked to me like the Amalfi Coast. And I was trying to understand why I got on a plane for 14 hours. Like, I needed answers. You know, I don't like to fly. And I was like, uh, these, these bloggers are taking pictures of Catalina and it looks the same. I was like, why did I You were go- just in Santa Barbara the other day. Santa Barbara. I love. I've never been. Please come to Santa Barbara and wine taste. I know you don't drink like that, but it's, I promise you. I don't want to be your third wheel. No, we go with groups of friends. Taisha, oh, Lana, okay. like it's a whole group. Like, okay. No, it literally like I take my friends and we go and it's like mad fun. If I'm honest, most of the time, it's me, my husband and a group of like all my single girlfriends. And he's just like the one man. And like, he's like this is cool. He's like, I'm the man, you know, like <laughs> I'm like, and I, and I, and I have like, beautiful friends and it's like hey but Santa you have Santa Barbara if you really wanted to I've driven to San Francisco with my husband and it's like hustle and bustle I've driven to that it feels very city life downtown LA is trying you know but downtown LA nothing's New York nothing is New York York. it's not New York but there's so much my whole point is like there's a little bit of everything I love that I love I love road trips so I don't know if you know this. I'm a road trip girl because I DJ while my husband drives. And that makes my heart really happy. And we have specific artists that we listen to going to certain places. And I love that. This is so random. Like Cheryl Crow is Santa Barbara. We listen to Cheryl Crow going to, like it's, you know, it's, I don't know why. Gonna feel like hell tonight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the first cut is the deepest. Like, are you strong enough to be my man? I mean, just we'll listen to that writing. And I love that. But I like that, like, you could go to Malibu, wine tasting safari with the freaking giraffe. Giraffe. Yeah. You know, I'm into it. But I think the other vibes, too, that you get here are, like, there's the climate vibes, there's the people vibes. Yes. You know, like, if if you want a club vibe. You get a club vibe. Yeah. If you want some like New York hip hop music shit, go to the Dime. You can. You On can Fairfax, get that. You can go into like a one room bar where they're yeah. just playing dope ass hip hop out their fucking ass for yeah. five hours. Like the other night, I went to a 70s. I would go to Dime if you're saying that's what it is. Yeah, we'll I've never been. Let's go. Okay. I went to a 70s party the other night that Anderson Pack had. I'm like, yo, how are you inviting me to a party that you're not at? He sends me a picture later. He's like, I was there, but this is what I look like. And so he was absolutely there and I did not recognize him because he had like a wig on and like these glasses. What? Yes. And like me and my homegirl, my homeboy, we went to this party. Like we dressed in our 70s gear. I love it. It's hilarious to see like what LA millennials consider to be 70s <laughs> gear. That was its own thing. Um, but then we were there and then like a band started playing and it was cool, but like yeah. it just wasn't like, the vibe that we were expecting for that yeah. night and it was so dope to be able to be like I know where they got the vibe we want boom went to the dime and you know being now gay is fun sometimes so at the door they're like you're, you're good. good I mean but everyone gets in the dime it's just small so sometimes you gotta wait that's what I hate about LA mm. The lines and the way people will treat you if you don't look a certain way to get in places. See, I don't go to those places anymore. No, I used to. I don't anymore. I attempted to try to take my husband like, no, you got to see One Oak is fun. And it was not. <laughs> and my husband literally looked at me like, why, do you why are we here? Like, like it was. And I recognized that I was trying to capture something that I had experienced 
in my it was a different time for us then, years and i was trying to make it the re- music i was trying to relive it and like reenact it for my husband to be like isn't this so fun and it was not fun no it was not it was not fun it was super whack we waited mad long outside and then low-key they were looking at him like they didn't want to let him in and i was like that's rude and i wasn't about to spend thousands of dollars for a table that was not happening and so we stood by the bar. We looked around and we were like, you, do you want to leave? Yeah, let's leave. And it was mad empty in the inside, which was crazy. With the long ass line outside. That yeah. part. That part. Yeah. But like here, they want to be mad snooty and be like, oh, this is L.A. This is Hollywood. Like we're very like, oh, you have to be of some. And it was no. You know what I did find out here that really changed things for me? So when I first came out to visit, Issa and I we're introduced to each other because she was doing stuff on the web and people kept saying like, you all need to meet, you all need to meet, you all need Dope. to meet. So we eventually met and she was like, why don't you move out here? And I was like, oh, I don't know. And she was like, listen, there's a community of creators out here. Like for real. That like, is true. There's a community of creators out here. And I was just like, you think so? She was like, if you come out here, like you'll be able to create. So later, like I was trying to do a web series and I had this like, idea like wait a minute the web series doesn't need to be about you being in new york it needs to be about you moving to la dope and so when i came out here in the well what made me move to la was in february of 2015 it was so cold (laughs) that our pipes froze okay and my mom was visiting me the pipes froze i had a girl staying in my bottom floor for airbnb and the pipe burst and started flooding her room and she was still trying to stay there. And I was like, you have to go. Like, we have to get you somewhere else to stay. So you wash your hair often and you walk out with your hair wet at times? Yes. Did you ever have that shit freeze on you yes. and you were cracking your ends? Like, yes. Yeah. Like, icicles no, it was on a my def- hair. It was one degree. Yeah. I remember I had to do Good Morning America. I had to DJ on Good Morning America and it was one, one degree. degree. Ridiculous. So the pipes froze. They had to come through the house and punch wall holes in the wall. To try and unfreeze the pipes. So my apartment looked like it had like suffered like the shootout. Like Tommy trying to kill (laughs) homeboy in Ghost House. Then I'm like, okay. They're like, we're going to have to turn off the water. We're going to have to turn off the heat. Oh, nah. I got to go. Yeah, that's not. I was supposed to be coming out to to LA. So I came out to LA to take some meetings. My mom and my cat were quarantined to my bedroom. I came out to LA. I'm on Santa Monica Beach. My mother sends me a picture of the toilets. The tank had frozen. Oh, hell no. Because the space heater could not heat the house. The tank froze and she sent it to me and I replied back, I'm moving to LA. And she replied back, go for it, mans. And that was that. So I came out here that summer. Wow. And one of the biggest things I tell people who move out here is like, yo, people come out here with a handout, yo. People be coming out here like, I'm going to get famous. I'm going to pop off. Like, I'm going to turn up. Mm -hmm. And but then to your point, they think it's going to happen because an agent's going to do it for them. Or like, no, you got to agent your agents, manage your managers. Like, it's you ultimately. That's it. Yeah. And like, I try to explain this to people like, because I came out here with my web series. I came out here with like, it's like currency because it's like I'm doing something. Yeah, yeah. So like I was able to connect with other creatives and I feel like it was a lot. Don't get me wrong. It was it was easy to connect with creatives in New York, 
But out here, I felt like the creatives I connect I was connecting with were trying to like elevate stuff beyond just doing it. Can I it. tell you why? Because they don't have jobs. Okay. No, I'm telling you, in LA, I would go to the gym at like 10 o'clock in the afternoon. There was a LA fitness or something like that on Ventura. And I would get there and every machine would be taken. And I'd be like, oh, do these people not go to work? Like, oh no, it's literally that everyone's here because they're acting. they're acting. Like no one had, like people come out here with no job and they're like, oh, I sit and like write all day. I, I write screenplays or I'm a creative. And they just sit and they're like, let's create. Whereas like in New York, People still have to like pay their bills, so yes. they're working during the day, and then whatever little bit of energy they have after their nine to five is the time they have to create. You get what I'm saying? It's like just different. It's just a different mindset. Like literally, out here, people will live in an apartment with five roommates. Yeah, and they don't care. Five roommates. I I mean, I went on a date with a dude. I said this on the real the other day. I went on a date with a dude. He had five roommates, and he was going to take me to the airport, and like we had time to kill. He was like, "Oh, we can stop by the house," and I was like. Okay, we get to the house, yo, mad dudes, mad dudes in the living room, like talking on the floor. I see that. I I don't even go inside. I see it from the outside, and I'm just like, I don't know. He was like, no, I mean, I have my own room. Oh damn! (laughs) Like we can't even chill in the living room. No, because it's mad people. I was like, yeah, I'm good. We can talk out here. No, I'm telling you, but you don't notice that that like people come out here to pursue their dreams, and their dreams is to sit and like write a book. Work 1, on something like so they don't have. But you know what's crazy? When I came out here and I didn't have anything to do, I started going crazy. But the creativity isn't a hobby for them. It's dire need. It's like I'm out here. I don't live here. I don't have family here. Like what I do every day is create content. Create. Like I create. I started going into a depression when I stopped doing that. And when I would just be like at the house. Oh, no. And I'm like trying to like figure out like what's the next move. And I was like, no, like. You got to be doing, doing. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started like, okay, doing the web series, ex- doing stand-up shows where yeah. it's not just me going on somebody else's show. Like, I got a stand-up show so that I could be like, oh, I want you to have you on. I want to have you on my stand-up show at yeah. Improv. Then people will put me on their show. But I feel like a lot of people who move out here, they really think like LA is so phony and fake and, and they're, they're right. right. It's phony and fake, but I feel like the people, a lot of people think it's phony and fake in the way that people like say they're your friend, they're not your friend. And it's like the biggest phony and fake that I've learned of from out here is people being like, yeah, I'm a producer and I do this, that, and the third. Ah, And then you hire them and you're like, everybody is a producer. Everybody's a producer. Yeah. Like you're not even good at what you're doing. Yeah. But the biggest transplant thing to me out here is like getting used to like, you can eat healthy, like Easily. No, I'm vegan. Like, well, I now have realized (laughs) the difference between being vegan and I eat plant-based. So I eat plant-based. Okay, what's the difference? Uh, Vegan is like a lifestyle. Like, I wouldn't have sneakers on that have leather on them. Like, you know, and I don't want to (laughs) be a phony and be like, vegan, and I have on, well, I don't have on right now, but I do own things that have leather. Yeah, Yeah. so I don't want to be that person. But I I eat plant-based diet, and it's never an issue because every other corner is they ev- no every you could go to a steakhouse and they have something for a vegan there <laughs> they will be like v g v like you know vegetarian vg like they have those Blue options free. everywhere you go so again 
the I love the lifestyle. I love the idea of being able to do so many activities. Weekends, if you're in a relationship or if you're not, just things you could do with your girlfriends. That's like, let's go hiking. Let's like, everyone here is on a search for betterment. Is that a word? Betterment? To, yeah, to better themselves. That yes. is. That is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And they all out here for the betterment of themselves. Like yes. everyone's trying to better themselves. Everyone's trying to get a better body. Yeah. Everyone's trying to almost stay prepared for that moment. Like the quote that says, there's no such thing as luck. Have you yeah. heard of that? Mm-hmm. It's preparation meets opportunity. So everybody's out here staying prepared. Like staying prepared like, like oh bitch, if you offer me a movie where I got to be naked i'm ready if if you if they're doing matrix number six i'm ready to be nairobi like i'm i'm what was that name that was her name i can't remember whatever but i, you know I what fell I'm off with the matrix after the second but one. like if you if it was a question of doing an action film like you want to stay like everyone here yes. is staying ready, ready so that when that opportunity comes they are prepared when i go back to new york i got four days in me and i'm like chill be i love it for my family though yeah, but that's different. Like when I go back to New York, like I love it for my New York family. Yeah. Like, and what I will say, when I go to New York, my New York family drops everything. Like they'll be like, "Yo, let's figure it out." Let's. This figure is it a out. crazy thing to say, but if I was not doing the real, I'd move back to New York. Really? Yeah, it's the only thing keeping me here. It's literally the only like, it's kind of the only thing that keeps me here. Like, where do I work? I work at the real in Burbank. I have to be there three days. Like, I have to be there. But if and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, with family planning, I, I, I you would am, rather raise I a am kid struggling. In New York than LA? Yes, yes, and I'm going to tell you why. Huh. I think I want my kid to have that hustle in them. I want them to be exposed to a different grit. Um, I, I want them to feel that. I, I feel that that actually would be really helpful for them, and I think it builds character. I think. Um, like I miss going on the train. I hate the fact you can't hail a cab in, in LA. Like yeah, I can't that's... just put my hand out and be like, hey, I want to jump in a cab. Like there's a certain street smarts that you build from having to like, not that I'm saying I would put my kids in public school like I was and tell them to get on the train at seven years old. And like you're taught like, don't be smiley. And I was taught like, because I'm small, like I always had to have a meme mug on so nobody messes with you. So I'd be walking. You know, you think you're doing something with your face all scrunched up. But like I I I'm I am conflicted with the idea of starting a family here and my kids not having that. I'm sad that my kids won't have New York accents. Like it's dumb stuff that like I recognize like, have, like a California accent, like let's talk like that. If my daughter comes home talk that I might want to punch her in her face. <laughs> like I'm just saying. Like cause it's just so not like you know what I mean? Like there's yeah, things no. you want to uh, ingrain in your children that you mm-hmm. want to in what is the word instill I'm, instill in them yes so so that is an issue and then now with family planning and being like oh my my daughter's my my daughter or my son will be born in L, like are they are they like LA kids and I'm like so, again it goes back to that thing originally like I'm so New York that the idea that my kids would be like we're from LA like that's like oh <laughs> like what it's so corny and stupid and so minuscule to like life but um and if i wasn't doing the real and i had an opportunity to raise my children with my family in new york i I want my children to be with my mom and my sister and my nieces and like you know i want to tell them go get something for me from the bodega and i want them to like understand the, the culture of how we grew up you know it's just different 
and I'm not going to lie, being somewhat successful and having New York will be different for money, you. It's all, it's it's different all just York. different. I know. It, 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 it actually makes me sad. But like that makes me sad. Like it makes me sad that like my mm. children will be born, born into a house. Like I didn't live into a house until I got married. I had never lived in a house. Like I had only lived in apartments to the point where you know that I was scared to stay. I can't stay in my house by myself because I'm not used to that. Right. Like And like We'll take it from someone so who weird. was born in a house. Yeah. Well, who okay. grew up who grew up in a house in Orlando after I lived in a apartment in LA. Yeah. They'll have plenty of time to, to live struggle. in an apartment and struggle. <laughs> yes. How do I I I know it sounds dumb, but like I think about those things. Like how will I my make mom my talks kids struggle? About, like she has PTSD from when I lived in New York. Like when I was living in New York and I had to push the cart, the laundry cart up the hill to the laundromat, you know, and like yeah. I lived next to a precinct and the cop like drove by one day and like hit the puddle after the snow melted and the spray my laundry. Like then like having to take the car to Pathmark and like walk down Pathmark and you'd have to decide like, okay, today is the day I'm going to grocery shop. Sea town and fine right. food. And but those would be like, okay, fine I need to pick up some food. Grocery shop was like, I got to go to Pathmark. Like I go to a real grocery store. I'm going to commit to this. Yeah. And then I'm going to have to like pay the cab driver, you know, and like they have a guy outside who's going to hail the cab, but it's illegal to hail the cab. So yeah, I was the LA person that the first thing I did when I moved to the Grove, to the Palazzo was I went to Kmart, the Kmart that's right there across from the Grove. And I went and I bought a coche. Um, how do you say that in English? A shopping cart. A shopping cart. And I had the shopping cart and I would do my grocery shopping. There was a Whole Foods right there. I would go do grocery shop, and people would think I was crazy. I would push my little cart all that's, the way back but that's to the New Plaza. York all I, day. That's how I was used to doing things. So, like, it's they have just hooks wild. where you hang your 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 yes. cart. Like, that's yes. a thing. Yeah. But I feel like my mom literally was like, like I lived a whole like middle class life, and then I went through a for real struggle when I lived in New York. Okay, so I can give my like, kids that option. I used to hear <laughs> good because I was the rats. Running up oh. under the stairs. Have you ever smelled something real stenchy in your house? Yes, there's a dead rat in the yeah. wall. Yes. 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 And then the super finally comes and takes it out, and the rat is the size of a cat. Yeah, it's, it's not a okay. cat rat. Want, want something that'll really freak you out? In the projects where I grew up, a girl experienced, have you ever heard of a water rat? They exist. Google it. Sitting on the toilet. No. And all of a sudden, her gloop, 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 and felt wetness on her body she picked her ass up and there was oh you know they don't have vertebrae in their backs so they just come through the pipes and there are water and came up through her toilet while she was trying to take a poo watch, watch your ass, ass amanda <laughs> watch your ass that's what i'm saying you know like now you're gonna be sitting and like squatting and being like hey like <laughs> you're not seeing the demonstration yeah, happening here it's like yeah I, and so when i heard that i would use the bathroom and be like yo a water rat could be coming up to bite my ass like you know it's scary and you want your children to have that fear and to experience Just a that. little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Maybe not the water rat, but they for, for sure could fear a cucaracha. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Like, fear the cucarachas. I made friends with them growing up. When and I now, lived... this is the problem. We weren't sucios. We were not dirty people. No, it's not. My it's never you. It's, it's your, your neighbors. neighbors. Yes. 
Oh my God, the neighbors be so damn dirty. And you're like, how are you living like aye, this? Aye, aye. That's why the roaches are coming to your apartment because even the roaches are like, y'all niggas is too dirty. <laughs> Literally. Like, I gotta go Literally. over here. They're they, they taking it too far. They're taking it too far. Yeah, it's not okay. So I need them to experience a little bit of that. Even in LA, I'm trying to figure out how do I raise New York children in LA. I am somebody who LA has been a like LA has been my saving grace because Same. New York was killing me. Same. New York wasn't killing me. Where I had situations I had put myself in in New York were killing me. Fair. So the city wasn't killing me. I needed to get away from from the scenarios the of scenarios the city. of the city. Um I think even the crew that I that I hung up hung out with, it was just a totally different world. Um, I, I I don't I thought maybe I was I was living love and hip hop New York, but I wasn't on the show getting paid for it. So there not was worth that. it. So I was not like, worth it. I'm either gonna lose my mind out here, and then I came to LA and like. I would, I would, I would literally hike and like listen. I started going to church. I would listen to like worship music, and that for me was very centering and very like I became very focused. I knew exactly what I wanted, and I knew exactly who I wanted to be. And I feel like I was able to manifest that in in the alone time out here. For me, it was the light. Like I had a duplex apartment in New York, and it was actually like a pretty good sized apartment for the fact that it was in Harlem and is in New That's York. Very fancy, but I was on a first floor. So I had oh, no. You're staring at the some the sidewalk. Yes, I'm yeah. the sidewalk. Other building, other building. No yo, light. No light. Yeah, I had a vitamin D deficiency. You needed a vitamin D lamp. Do you know that you can get those right? So get ready for this. In Alaska, people get vitamin D lamps. You can order on Amazon, because... and it actually comes up the same way the sun does, and it will wake you up with the same thing and it actually gives you the same vitamin D. So they put them on their on their windows, they put them in their bedrooms so that light can come up because six months out of the year, yeah. it's complete darkness there. Learning new things. High suicide uh, yes. numbers. Not because I used, to get, I, used, I used to get seasonal depression in New York. And you're Caribbean, you need like an extra dose of sun. So when I moved out here and I was looking for apartments, I would ask for two things. I want three things. I want space, yeah. a pool, and sunlight. And they'd always be like, sunlight like duh like that's a given you're in LA no for some reason when I was looking for apartments everybody would always be like selling that it doesn't have sunlight like what yes it was a thing because it's too hot oh nah this I is need shade. Sunlight. this is shady this is shady oh yeah when I just did house hunting they were putting awnings everywhere saying that you know so that you can sit under here and it's not the sun doesn't beam down and I was like what yo when you go in Adrian and I's dressing rooms at the real it's like 80 degrees no, my, minimum my room is a sauna yes like yes. I, I actually have no problem sitting and sweating. You're sweating right now because and you're I in like the sauna it. And I like it. No, I like this. This makes me feel good. Yes. Yeah. So when I moved here, it was like my apartment. I got an apartment that was just bathed in sunlight. Remember that was our first place, guys. It was bathed in sunlight, yeah. and I would wake up every Why morning. You, why'd you move? Why didn't you like it? It was just time to go. Oh, okay. 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 I did my time. Yeah. And at a certain point, it's just like up until you would really push me to move. Yeah. This is some LA shit. I went to Simon Cowell's house. Oh God. I went to Simon Cowell's house in Malibu at the PCH for a meeting. And I really was like, this, this motherfucker, motherfucker owns the ocean. ocean. Yeah. Like it was literally like unobstructed views of the ocean. I couldn't wrap my head around it. And I was like, yo, these white people be living their best fucking lives. On the ocean. And I'm like, yo, 
LA has so many versions of living your best life. Yeah. And in my apartment, that was me living my best life. Downtown lofts. Like, there's so many different versions. Yes. I had a spiral staircase and two oh, balconies. People were like, oh my God, you got so much space. And at a certain point, that was me living my best life. Yeah. But then I had reached a point where it was like, this isn't, like, I'm, I'm like, now I want a pool. My own. My own. Now I, I want to go with back my to a house. I've lived in an apartment for dumb long now. I want laundry in my house. Yeah. And when I looked at what Simon lived, I was like, I can't do that. But like, I need to take the jump. I need to take like a leap into living a better life. And I think a lot of people are afraid to leave where they're at yes. because they're afraid to do that. Yep. Like my ex, like his best friend, she was always like, you know, I, will, I would love to come to LA. Like, you know, both of us, we need to come to LA. Like yeah. me and him, we need to come to LA. And I'm like, come. She never came. Like, Never came. I'm like, yo, I'll have a job for you. Come. I'll never have a came. job for you. They never came because at the end of the day, it I was grew just up with so many people fear, exactly like fear, that. Fear. So if right now you're listening to this and you're just like, and LA is where you feel like you need to be, but you're yeah. just like, yeah, but the food is going to be different and the people are going to be different, yo, et cetera, et cetera, My et cetera. favorite food right now, literally, although I'm doing plant-based, if I had to do an 80-20 situation, the only thing I'm breaking my plant-based food diet for is what? Tacos. Sushi. Sushi. I, I'm telling you, if that, if that doesn't bring circle. it full circle, my favorite food is sushi. And I would have never been exposed to that. I would have never right, been like right, a sushi right. connoisseur. And like, I love sushi. And it right. exposed me to a whole new thing. And, and once I stopped fighting the idea of enjoying LA, I love it. I love it. I had to just stop fighting the idea of it because it was ingrained in my brain. Like if you're from New York, you hate L.A. And that is not the truth. So you're right. If you are listening to this, yo, come on. Enjoy some sushi. Sushi and sunshine. Sushi, sushi and sunshine. Sunshine and 72 degrees. Eh. For the majority of, even though it's winter right now and it's brick as shit in the morning. It still, it still, still gets nice. to like 70, 72 middle of the day. Yeah. You're like. Yeah. And you enjoy a rainy day because it's so few and far between that you're like, oh, thank you, Lord. We're not on fire. And you can feel. Yes. Yeah. And you can feel. One thing I'll say about L.A. being a transplant is you can feel loneliness out here. But then for some reason, because the sun is shining. Yes. You can like motivate yourself. <laughs> yes. You'd be like, I don't even need nobody to, to motivate me. The I'm sun just is transform here. Transform this into solitude. Yes, yes. Like, and that's where I'm it's at. It's a retreat. Like, I was going through a bout of loneliness for the past few months, and I'm like starting to come out of my depression and really just like re re not reimagining, but like reconnecting Manifest. with ma right manifesting that like I don't need to call it lonely. Like I'm just in my solitude and and re acclimating myself to that and reconnecting to the fact that like. I moved out here alone. Yeah. On my own dime with my own mind. I built my whole career with my mind. I can also like reconnect to this place. And I will say this. I've never been so in tune with like feeling like I'm on my path until mm -hmm. I got here and I got to be able to be in nature every day. I hear that. So, there is something absolutely to be said about that. And people will tell you traffic, traffic, traffic. But let me tell you something. I will take being in traffic in my spaceship, listening to my music, my podcast, my talking on the phone over New York on a train at rush hour any yeah. day yeah. of the week. Yeah. Because there is no armpit 
In my face. Just straight sabaco, like <laughs> in your nose, killing you. No, thank you. There's no watching a man sit with his legs wide open, preventing a pregnant woman from sitting down <laughs> in my face. <laughs> like, that's not happening. There's no me almost getting There's beat no halftime in the middle of this ride. Showtime, 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 showtime. Like, like no. no. It, no. It's all the things you love, and at the same time, I'm There's no one just blasting a radio no. for no reason. And yeah. like, listen, don't get me wrong. One time on the train in New York, someone came on, it was the morning, and they were playing their radio. Did they have good music? And they started by playing, um, they started by playing just like an R&B song. I yeah. can't remember the song, but we were all like, you could see people like looking oh. at each other like, oh, that's pleasant. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm into it. Then... They, the next song they played was like another R&B song that like you didn't know the words to, but you were like, I appreciate yeah, this. Yeah, this is a soothing ride. Then they played Water Runs Dry and Did everyone looked crying? around and they the whole like, train was like, mm-hmm. we don't even talk anymore. Mm-hmm. And we don't even know what we argue about. Like literally the whole train. It was like, oh, okay, New York. I was in Pathmark one day and I'm literally shopping and I hear ordinary people come on and I'm pulling out the milk and I hear next to me, both me and this person, we're just ordinary people. Literally, basic (laughs) AF in aisle nine. Like, wait a second. No, just shout out to my cousin Desri, who I thought was really cool because she worked at Pathmark that has now been torn down by the South Street Seaport. Okay. And she was one that would announce over I know the that thing exact at the top. Pathmark, yes. Over the top, she would announce, and we just thought that was like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> like, clean up an aisle nine, clean up an aisle four. <laughs> like, hello, we need a clean up. Shout out to Desri. Des. But like those moments are what I miss about New York. Like that when someone would pass, New York would come into the streets. Like when Michael Jackson died, yo, it was everyone went to 125th. Like everywhere, 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 everywhere. And like we don't have that space in L.A. I'm excited for In the Heights to come out this coming summer. Yes. And and just the represent the representation of what El Barrio was growing up what yeah. washington heights was like what you know it, it's dykeman. just dykeman what that was before la marina yeah oh my god la marina was everything Yo, everything that was you could not tell me we were not in san tropez <laughs> like oh bitch like w- the white cloths on those beds yo <sighs> i felt that like that was yeah that was it, it had bachata nights and i'd be like i bachatea me papa Yes. The last dose. All in all, I will say this: like, I think it's dope that you've managed to come to LA, though. Yeah, and turn up and surround myself with a bunch of New Yorkers. Yes, and we've built our own little community and. Career-wise, you're yeah. doing what you love. Yeah, I, I really am. I really am. I'm doing what I love, and I'm excited to see what the future holds. Like, do you think we'll stay here? Will we ever go? Like, I'm just so curious. I feel like, for me, this is where I want to be. Like, if I don't live here, I'm living out of the country. Where, where are you going to have your baby? Do you think you'll have your baby You here? keep telling me about <laughs> this baby. Yo, Adrian keeps forcing me to have this baby. If for no other reason than stunning genetics, I need you to have a baby. <laughs> I know that is not a reason to have a child, but have you seen Amanda's nose? <laughs> I'm just saying. You need, like, a sperm at least to have a baby. And I'm just, there's, first of all, you need to have sex. 
or you need to do bank. a sperm donor. There's a whole bank. You know, they write essays. They will write you an essay. You can literally find out, like, does this person have depth? Like, their IQ. Like, it gives you all the information. I can't do that, yeah. I know, I know. But I know people who have, and I'm like, more power to you. And if you're trying to move to LA, there will be at least one person who will be like, yo, don't do it. Don't listen. Tell them to shut up. Try it out. Be very New York and sun them and be like, nah, I'm going anyway. I'm good. I'm good, good. son. So where can people get the jewelry? My jewelry, XIXI, which was totally inspired by New York on so many levels. Joyeria Pepe was Yo, you had the damn... on Delancey Street. I have my New York ring on yeah, today. I'm I have like, my New Yo, York nameplate on right now. Why don't I have a New York nameplate and New York ring? You me? do have it. I, I gave it to you. It's in the set. Yes, it's, in, it's at the job. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Okay. But New York nameplate, like, I felt like, yo, we've had such an impact on style and, like, around the world. Like, even Hell all yeah. the 90s stuff that's coming back, I'm like, yo, that's all New York. It's Dapper Dan. It's Harlem. Yes. It's so much of that. Lower East Side had a huge impact on, like, grungy, you know, little crazy looks, and I was into that, too. But, um... Yeah, XIXI started out because all my fans were asking me for the pieces that I was wearing. I used to wear this necklace that had a cross and it had a Guadalupe on it that my that was passed down to me from like my family. Bought on Delancey Street. Right. A spot called Joyeria Pepe and right next to it is Oro Solido. But like that's where I got my ears pierced. Like so much of that type of jewelry suddenly was now being sold at places like Barney's and they were straight up selling Jackin it for folks. 250 bucks and it was like just crazy like 500 dollars for a medallion chain like a coin chain and i was like what so i pretty much recreated all the stuff that i wore growing up and we created the first line which was faith and familia and yeah and then we just dropped so new york which is all cuban link chains figaro chains you can get it at shop xixi.com <laughs> so yeah xix shop xixi.com and our instagram is at xixi and you can watch me and Adrian every morning. Five days a week on Fox. Yeah, on La Real. On La Real. This has been great. I'm glad I you did that. I could sit and chat with you all day. Did yeah. 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 <laughs> a podcast network.